Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's Friday edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast for Children of Dune. I'm your host, Will. And I am TGI Steve. That's my Friday TGI version of myself. I got, I got a hat on, unlike our characters in this book. But, ooh, you know. Got your Friday hat. I, I'm wearing my Friday best. I, I'm not joking. I actually did like I did a re- like a Friday tradition of wearing a flat brim hat every Friday to work for like a year. Now, don't you just wear and flat brim hats a lot though? I do, but never at work unless it's a Friday because I want to keep a, pro- a professional. Yeah, flat Fridays. Yeah, I call it flat brim Fridays, and I tried to get it. I tried to make it a thing. I tried to make it like I tried to get a couple people into it. Not gonna those happen. those who I knew. Yeah, uh, I got one guy in. I got one guy in on it. That makes sense. And, and he, he came to me he probably once. He's unbear- an unbearable person. No offense to either of you. Uh, I like him quite a bit. He's uh he's one of the <laughs> leaders of the company I work at. See, not the thing is with a flat brim hat is a lot of people a lot of people don't like a flat brim. A lot of people like a curve. A lot of look, a lot of people don't even like a brim. That's true. They don't even like a hat, really, but like I was thinking of like ball caps with no brim on it. That'd look kind of silly on a person. I mean, it's just a, would you call it just a cap then? I mean, no. a, a one with a brim is still a cap. No, so, no, I wouldn't. It's more of a I mean, beanie. Technically, technically all hats are no. caps, wouldn't you no, say? No, I wouldn't. I would not. There's a <laughs> lot of hats and most of them are not caps, cap shaped. That's true. No, 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 yeah, no, no. That's true. Like yeah, that fucking hat like with the pineapple on the top with a funky fruit hat. You call that a cap? I see people wearing that all no, the time. I call that, <laughs> I call that a piece of art. Steve, and we should all be wearing it. I think a few characters in Dune are wearing something like it, but not in this chapter, unfortunately. We are here. No hats in this chapter. <laughs> no, not in this one. We are here to talk about chapter 10 of the Children of Dune. It's the end of a week. It's the end of an era, if you consider this week an era, and that's how I like to look at every week. It's like Taylor Swift albums. And it's a callback to hats, right, too, because there's a company that makes hats <laughs> called New Era. <laughs> <laughs> It all just ties together, baby. Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> all right. So we're diving into chapter 10 today. Steve, you've got a chapter introduction, and this one's a long one. And I listened to this like three times, and I still don't understand it. Well, Frank Herbert's got it. Frankie's got it for us. I'm going to deliver it. Now, let's see if you can understand it. I've Let's see. Either we abandon the long-honored theory of relativity, or... We cease to believe that we can engage in continued accurate prediction of the future. Indeed, knowing the future raises a lot of questions which cannot be answered under conventional assumptions unless, unless, one first projects an observer outside of time and second, nullifies all movement. If you accept the theory of relativity, it can be shown that time and the observer must stand still in relationship to each or inaccuracies will intervene. This would seem to say that it is impossible to engage in accurate prediction of the future. How, then, do we explain the continued seeking after this visionary goal by respected scientists? How, then, do we explain Muadib? Lectures on Prescience by Harkaladak. <laughs> good enough. Good enough. Who's, a, who's right, Harkaladak? Why isn't he on my team? Why didn't I get him? 
I don't know. I think he's just one of those writers. You know, he's just one of those historians. He's he's got a podcast. That's what he is. He's a he's podcaster. Got a pod- it's like a one of the yeah. it's like on YouTube now, right? It's like it's like little like ten second clips of them on YouTube, yeah. and it's got big words popping up, font coming at you to help you read. We should do that. Hey everybody, it's your it's your friend Hark Alada here. I'm uh, we're we're going to be talking about lectures of prescience by Muad'Dib. Like and subscribe. Hit that. Hit the like and subscribe buttons below. Smash. Really helps out the channel. Smash those buttons. Smash, smash those buttons. That's correct. I can get down with it. I'll probably hit that subscribe button. Watch Hark Alada. I mean, I watch a lot of YouTube. I, look, I'm gonna pump the brakes right now. We don't need to go on. A, we don't need to go on about Hark Alada. Uh, dark. I kind of want to. At least twenty more. <laughs> no, I'm pumping. I'm pumping. I got my foot on the brake. My brakes are failing. All right. All right. All right. As I've said already, I have n- I I am not smart enough to understand this chapter introduction, like theory of relativity and how time works it in a different way. Like I like I don't get this. This is above my head, above my pay pay grade. But Steve, you you like to I get this jump around time a lot. I get yeah, this. Yeah, you you understand this. The, do, you, do you mind explaining? Well, this is like taking a lot of psychedelics, and anyone, a lot of people who've who've experienced this, they. You know, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure you're right there with me and you know exactly what I'm going to say about this. And it's not just psychedelics, too. Right. It's like sometimes you can eat like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know what you're up to, but like, have you ever eaten like you eat like a lot of food? Have you ever eaten like a whole like a whole ham to yourself? Right. Or like, right. yeah, let's just say like bad clams. Well, <laughs> I don't eat clams. I don't I don't yeah. eat clams. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> let's just say, you know. A couple of pizzas, right? If you take a couple of pizzas to the dome, you can have the same experience here. And this is where you become an observer outside of time, right? And this is whether it's a lot of psychedelics, whether it's a ham, right? It doesn't matter because you leave your body, right? (laughs) And suddenly you're looking down at yourself and you are the observer. And then you are stuck in that moment with a choice. Do you choose a theory of relativity or do you choose to abandon the long or the long honored theory of relativity and start mm. to make you make your own future. Well, you make your own pizzas, make your own pizzas, <laughs> cook okay. your own ham, <laughs> cook your own ham. You make your own pizzas, but these are pizzas out, that exist out time outside these are time pizzas. These are time pizzas. <laughs> like, you know how everyone, like I'm sure everyone knows, right? That right now, Papa John's has the shack pizza, right? It's delicious. We got Shaq. I got three on, of them last night. Poster. There's no way that you did. There's no way no, that you did. First of all, <laughs> no. they got a high price point. I don't see you ever paying that much for pizza. And the reason <laughs> no. is because, and the thing that makes it the Shaq pizza, aside from Shaq beat on the poster, smiling beside a pizza, <laughs> is that they put 50 pepperonis on it. Five zero. No more. There's a number. No less. Is it his number? Wow. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe <laughs> it's somebody's number. There's, there's no way that Shaq's number is 50 we i gotta check it right now i mean that's a very specific number i mean actually no it's not 50 you could just say 50 50 is like a good round number that people are attracted to i don't think number five oh somewhere i don't think you could fit more than 50 pepperonis onto a pizza how big are pepperonis are we talking like lunchable pepperonis look he's got a whole bunch of different numbers is this how basketball works you just have different numbers and you move different teams you don't just keep a number i think so yeah He's been 32 twice on Miami and Orlando, 33 in Cleveland, 34 in LA, 36 in Boston. Wow, oh, skipped even, a number there. He even has a few more. Look, not 50 though. But the point being, 
What was the point? <laughs> Some sort of is Shaq traveling through time to bring us the Shaqaroni pizza? I think that's the point that you're trying to get at. It's the fifty. It's the fifty pepperonis. It's a real sign of the time traveling. He's been probably doing it for fifty. Well, years. I think he's intervened with the timeline, right? And he's just throwing pepperonis through time, hoping that they land on pies. But watch out, because a pepperoni might come flying out of a portal out of nowhere and so slap you time, in the side of the face before you know it. These are time pepperonis, these are time, not time these are time pepperonis. These are time, time pepperonis. pepperonis. Okay, not full on time pizzas. No, they're all. They're, it's both. Let's <laughs> vote. Is that too much power to give a man? Time pizzas? With or woman? Or a non binary well, folk? With great pizza comes great responsibility. It's true. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This is the chapter, chapter, chapter. 10. <laughs> All right. Look, Jessica uh, says a bunch of shit to her, to their grandkids, and they say a bunch I, of Honestly, weird man, shit I, I kind of want to. I kind of want to dive into this time pizza nonsense a little bit more because now I'm thinking like, what? How does history change when you're lobbing pizzas throughout history? It changes a lot and it depends on where you're lobbing. Fran- like, think of like the start of World War One. Franz Ferdinand. All right, the guy with the gun. He's about to. He's about to walk up to the carriage, throw lob a pizza between them. Now they're best friends. And the ban never happens in like 2005, when Franz Ferdinand's ghost came back and started that ban. Right. I was. <laughs> <laughs> Look, time pizzas. <laughs> time pizzas. All right, we've got Jessica. We've got Aaliyah. They're hanging out. They're 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 not eating. They're not even drinking tea. So there's no, there's no eating points. There's no points really on the board all. here. There's, well, it's just like, do we 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 normally award points for influence of the Benny Gesserit? Yes. Which I mean, we have Jessica talking to them here, but I don't know if she's really doing much influencing. I mean, if she's Kind of making. If anything, she's kind of, if anything, they're laying their guard down. They're 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 not, they're choosing not to be influenced by Benny Jesuit. They're trying to have a heart well, to heart here. She's trying to tell them that Aaliyah is an abomination, and trying that can be considered influence. It's true, but Aaliyah is an abomination. She is. <laughs> she is. <laughs> it's. I don't think it's a secret at this Man. point. <laughs> she's starting acting weird. You know, she's replacing all the cutlery with like she's putting all the cutlery in different drawers where they're not supposed to be. No, she's wearing Jinko jeans and carrying around a cassette player and a discman. Both of them, mind you, both of them, with two yeah. sets of headphones, wired. Right? She's on rollerblades. Like, what year is it? <laughs> her her past self, yeah, the 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 past ver, the past person in her lineage is from 1997 and is taking over her body and is just going like, "This is great. It was a good time. Look at all the." <laughs> I get the rollerblade all over the place. This is so much fun. Okay. They're talking about Aaliyah. There's mention about Jessica being afraid of her children and how powerful they're going to be. Yeah, no, becoming. no fucking doubt. If I had a bunch of kids, three of them, or grandkids, who were all smarter than me, and look, I expect that all my kids are going to surpass me in, in what's it called? I don't even know what it's called. Intelligence. Life life okay. right but if they're doing it at the age of three that is a problem i expect at least until like the age of 12 maybe 10 right yeah i got a good 10 solid years of being the of being this being one. the alpha dog amongst my children <laughs> the king prawn it's a lot of power to give up but then after a while i won't be the king prawn anymore and i'll be a shrimp and that's all right and i expect that but again right out the gate it's terrifying to me they're all abominations <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong there. I think you and Jessica would 
would have a lot to talk about in this, <laughs> in this situation. I think we might get along. I swear we could have had a couple more years of, of a good run before these kids started to just start using big words on me and doing calculations and stuff. Well, Jessica, the great 10. Jessica does a mind meld here with Gamina, Ganima, Ganima. And she shares memories from Dune 1, OG Dune book. And Gamina yep. gets to gets to <laughs> unfortunately experience all of the pain from the pain box that Paul put his hand into. And yep. we get to we get to sort of relive the whole the Benny Gesserit right. The litany against fear. Yeah, this is this is Frankie H. He's hit, he's playing the hits right now. He wants yeah. he wants to do a little throwback. You know, everybody loves that scene. It's one of the best scenes. He's got we got to put that hand in the box. And I've, I I kind of like the way that they bring this up is because Jessica wants to make sure that these kids are human and not becoming abomination or becoming or staying as like animals, quote unquote. Uh, I feel like this the is problem good. I feel is, like this has the opposite effect. Tell us the problem. Mm. Well, I was trying to sort of being vague, but in a way that one of the children eventually becomes a giant worm emperor of space. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> of course. There is always that. But that's, I mean, what is animal? All right. What is worm emperor? What is, what is human? All right. But it becomes moot to test this on these kids because they've already been trained and they'd be expecting the pain box already through Paul's previous memories. Yeah, but then haven't they already just done the pain box? At that point, kind of, yeah. Nah. Because they're they've lived through the memories. That his Paul's memories are their memories. So I think he's going to teach him to have less respect for it and just think that it's dumb. And if it comes a time I, for Gamina <laughs> to actually have to do it, she's going to be like, "I this is stupid. I did this when I was like 3." I would I would probably keep my head on a swivel for boxes like that. Because now I have a memory of it burning my hand. I mean, look, if I'm in the Dune it. universe, I'm no, I'm Burn watching out dope. for all boxes. There's no boxes in that world that do anything good. Yeah. Well, it's true. Do, well, <laughs> if you if you become preborn, do you adopt your like your your ancestors like phobias and stuff like that? <laughs> Can you feel their fear? I mean, oof. I feel sorry for whoever gets me in my ancestral. <laughs> path i i don't know it's something like that it's reliving all the memories i mean if someone was reliving all my memories they'd just be like this he's podcasting again he's just he's playing the same video games over and over and over (laughs) (laughs) i don't again i don't look i don't put it on anyone i don't wish it on anyone (laughs) you got to be disappointed at least one of those ancestors at at least at some point you got to be like you know, that one we didn't have a good one. We didn't have a good run there. Well, it's just, it's just interesting, it's a rough right? Because there was some something like this where it happened where you were reliving your ancestors' memories. I mean, it's just going to be such a melting pot of stuff that could go any any direction. Not all of them are going to be f- like political dramas set in space deserts, you know, with spice and all these things. Some of them are just going to be boring and like really sad. <laughs> <laughs> some of them are just going to be full of The Simpsons. <laughs> so many hours of Simpsons, episodes. you know. <laughs> so many hours of Simpsons, <laughs> over and over and over. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's why Jessica is afraid of her children. There's there a part of them that have I've it. seen all episodes of of The Simpsons. <laughs> there you have it. So 
the reason why she's having this conversation with uh, Ganima is because she's afraid of Leto and she's afraid of both of her kids, of course, but Leto seems to her that there's a chance of becoming, he has a chance of becoming abomination or that he's like looking a little shifty. Yeah. A little shady. He's a little shady type. Yeah. Which we know, we know he's, oof, that prediction is pretty spot on. Yeah. He's got plans. He's he's got things going on. There's some mention about Jackarudu and how uh, Leto is dreaming of Jackarudu and he's taking a particular interest in Aaliyah and how she's like developing this whole abomination personality. Dreaming uh, of Jackarudu sounds like a prog rock album. No lyrics on it at all. No, none. But it's two hours none, none, long. None. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and it's just it's one song. Yeah, that there's a secret song at the end that's just screaming in space. It's just the X-Files theme. With the mention of Jackarudu, Jessica mentions that she has sent Gurney to go look for Jackarudu, even though it's kind of like a mystical, mythical place. No, I want to see that. It's- just Gurney on his own, completely alone. But he has his ballast set, so he's like playing all these songs, and he's singing exposition about his journey. That I'm sounds amazing. for the land of Jackarudu. Ting, ting, ting. Will I find it today? Ting, ting, ding, ding, yeah. ding, ding. Will I find it tomorrow? You know, <laughs> and it's just Patrick Stewart, right? And it's just Patrick. Yeah, you're thinking the Patrick Stewart one. Um, yeah, that one sings. <laughs> that one sings quite a bit. <laughs> Josh Brolin, Josh Brolin Gurney. He doesn't sing as much, but I think he busts out a tune every once in a while when the he, moment arises. He plays harmonica and a mean one. Oh yeah, mean harmonica, yeah. Monica. And you got to get him like wasted. Like, well, that's like, when he plays his on best the best stuff. But I mean, I think when he's out <laughs> on his own journey and around gurneying around i think you know i think he just sometimes he needs to relax after a long day of walking through the sand or wherever you're walking i mean he's flying through space i guess he's flying through space i don't know where jack Rudo is i'm just saying i know if he's, i was searching like, for by myself walking around sand i'd be singing songs <laughs> if it's josh brolin i think those songs are very very full of sorrow or acdc harmonica oh hell yeah <laughs> TNT. Oh, wait. Flying through this space. Is by himself. It's like Guardians of the Galaxy. I was shaking at the knees. <laughs> right on. Now, with uh, Gurney looking for Jackarudu, the twins, Jessica thinks that she has to follow through with her Benny Gesserit orders and separate the twins and get them trained in the Betty Gesserit way to control who Oof. they're going to become. Sounds like it's a, that's a bad idea, but I get it. Well, it's a power move. It's a power move. The Benny Gesserit are a play right now. Everyone thinks everything is a power move, but it's not because there's ultimately like space emperors controlling everything. And Paul is out there. Everyone, you know, you think, but you think Paul's not, you think Paul's dead. He's not even dead. So f- your power is like, it's out the window already. Go buy some Muad'Dib merch and shut up. They got a fanny pack. They got a fanny pouch. No, fanny pack. Fan. Come get your fanny pack. Fan. It's in the shape of a worm. You you sling the worm around you. It connects at the bit where the fanny is, and then you can put your coins in there. Warner Brothers, Collect your sand. Warner Brothers, come talk to us. That's good. That's good merch. That's good merch. I've got opportunity. plenty. Look, we've already said it before. The best the best merch idea for this are are the cup toppers, the cup heads, little worm straws. Wow, for the, that was for the for the cinematic experience. At the theater, still, still want them. Still want them. I think that you could hit the summer. You could hit the su- the summertime beach demographic, right? And give them a pool noodle shaped like a worm. 
Maybe even one shaped like Timothy Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> I want a lunchbox with with a with a big worm just on the front. A worm box. A little worm box. Yeah. And then you actually like when you open it up, it opens up in the maw of the worm. So you have to reach your hand into the worm worm's mouth. It'd be really good too, especially if it was like like an insulated one, like to keep stuff warm, right? And you get oh, inside of the maw a worm, is, is insulated. A worm thermos? Yeah, but like a thermos, like cooler. You know the ones I'm talking about? Like they, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a little insulated part. I think the brand thermos makes them, the company. Mm. Look, there's a line at the end of the chapter here where Jess thinks, we are one life reaching out into a dark future. We are one blood. And that's how I feel about this podcast. We are reaching out Look, into the future. I don't need any spoilers for the new Andre 3000 album. All right. I need it fresh. I'm going to down it in all one go and I still haven't got to it yet. Does he have a new album? <laughs> yeah, he does. Wow. <laughs> let me tell you, it's basically that line at the end there. I can't wait. I can't wait to check that out. A lot of flute. There's a lot of flute going on in that album. Can't tell if you're gaslighting me or not. I am not. I think that's it we have for chapter 10. That's it. That's it. I'm taking a look at the rules real quick. I don't see any new new points for either of us. Not really. I mean, you could moment. argue kids too smart. But kids too smart, maybe. Eh. But that that's a fine line. I feel like they're just smart enough in this chapter. They're just smart enough. I feel like I want to replace that mo- replace that with something else. Something else that seems to be showing up. Kids wear a hat. I think we should move. I think we should do <laughs> time pizza comes Gurney flying gets... out of portal. Shack. Yes. Shack appearance. Shack. Shack appearance. 50 points. Writing that down. <laughs> 50 points. Game changer right there. All right, everybody. Dude, are we, supposed to, are we supposed to tally up our points for the week? Uh, we're still sitting at uh, seven each. Seven okay. points. Okay. So, so no tally. Nothing too crazy. So no tally this week. Seven, seven. What's going to happen next week? If you've read the book, you already know. <laughs> thank you for listening to today's episode uh go check us out on internets chapter by chapter podcast type it in make sure you put podcasts in otherwise you'll find a bunch of defunct episodes defunct podcasts that have our name that we're trying to take down from the inside help us take them down (laughs) hope you all have a great weekend get out there stay warm stay uh protected whatever that means to you and And uh, we'll see you back here on Monday for Chapter 11 of the Children of Doom.
Thank you again so much for listening. This episode of the podcast is brought to you guys by the, our good friends over on our Patreon, our Gouda Grandmasters and Executive Producers, Big Cheese Daddy, Hilder, and Nicorn. Thank you guys so much, obviously, for everything you do to support this show. Uh, like always, if you guys like us, you like our banter, we li- you like us screwing up Dune knowledge, head over to our Patreon, pick a tier, and get a weekly bonus podcast. Currently, we're covering Mistborn, and we're cranking out a little uh, coverage on the newest season of True Detective. Check it out. All right, thank you guys again. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.